Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Wednesday morning. Good old hump day. Hope everybody has slept well and ready to hit the day running. And I'm sure y'all are just so excited to bust through the doors and get to work or wherever it is you got to do today. I'm sure you're just tickled pink. <laughs> but if you're like me, I did not want to get up this morning. I feel like I just closed my eyes and uh, the alarm was going off, and uh, I am really tired. In fact, uh, I almost said uh, uh, no live devotions this morning. That's how tired I was. I thought, nah, I can't do that. I gotta gotta work hard to get the word out. And uh, if I didn't, uh, Rusty would cry. So, but uh, let's see who all's watching this morning. Got Miss Amy Oaks Turner, old Rusty Paws. He says good morning, Pastor, and everyone watching. Jennifer Honeycutt, Tracy Little says good morning. Darlene Barker. Uh, she says, morning, blessings to all, and uh, Kimberly Hart, Debbie Jackson says, morning, and Kelly Jeanette Swift says, good morning. So, appreciate all you wonderful individuals uh, tuning in to watch this morning. All right, my friends, at this time, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I tell you what, it's, uh, uh, I love our country. I love what it stands for. I love its freedoms. But, uh, of course, you all know I, I despise a liberal. <laughs> and, and I hate the agendas. I'm so sick of seeing that, uh, uh, what's that, horse face AOC flapping her gums every time you turn around. Uh, even, the, even the liberals are turning on her. But it is, uh, I tell you guys, I, uh, our, our country's in, in dire straits. It really is. It's, we're in bad, bad situation right now with uh, Russia and, and Ukraine. And, uh, and I messed up your stats. I was talking about Russia getting ready to invade Afghanistan. I've met Ukraine. Uh, sometimes in the morning, my, the, the squirrel running on its wheel don't uh, <laughs> do like it's supposed to. But uh, I was watching uh, before I come on here, the Fox News is on. I thought, what a terrible thing. They said, uh, uh, normally they show a shot of the Christmas tree is decorated in patriotic patriotic colors. And somebody had climbed that tree and set it on fire last night. And they showed it up in flames and their studio was filled with smoke. I, just, I don't get that, man. You know, I don't, I, I don't, why do you want to, first of all, I don't understand. I've never understood wanting to destroy somebody else's property anyway. I, that's just something that's foreign to me. I don't get it, don't understand it, never will. But, uh, you know, here it is Christmas time, the time of unity and peace more than any other time of the year. And some piece of excrement decides to set this tree on fire. And like they were saying, the bad thing is, particularly in New York, he's probably, he's probably released before the bells even set. You know, that's, that's just a slap on the hand. That's why you got all these flash mobs going in and stealing and uh, uh, taking jewelry and, and retail. And uh, it's just uh, it just shows the... It, steep moral decline of our society and as a direct result from a lack of God. When the absence of light, there is darkness and uh, people have uh, no longer find church important. They no longer find God important. You have a lack of godly fathers in the home. 
you you have a lack of fathers in general in the home, I, you know, whether Christian or not. Uh, you know, these uh, these guys they they want to come to the party, but they don't want to clean up the mess, so to speak. You know, I said at one time in a in the pulpit, and uh, uh, my daughter was like, "I keep believe Daddy said that," <laughs> you know, but it's true. I mean, uh, these guys don't want to take responsibility for their actions, and so you got a lot of kids out there who have no direction, no moral compass, uh, no uh, no understanding what it is to be a man, and and uh, and it's evident. And you got so many liberal, weak kneed spineless little anyway out there that uh, you know it is. Uh, we we need uh, uh, more godly men men to stand up and to uh, show these young men what it is uh, to be a godly father and husband. And uh, you know that's one thing I've always encouraged in our church is to have men to help teach with Sunday school and to be in the classrooms because these kids, male, boys and girls alike, need to see that there are good men that love the Lord. You know, that's one thing Billy Jack, before he passed away, you know, he's a pretty rough guy, a tattoo artist. In fact, he'd done uh, all, all my tattooing on here, but uh, uh, he volunteered to help teach, and that, uh, that showed a lot uh, when he did that. And not only him, but uh, Johnny Fair and several others in the church have volunteered to, to help teach. And, and I think it goes a long way. These, these kids need to see that. But it's just, uh, it is a, uh, a direct result of an absence of God in our society is why we're seeing it. Because it, it, what makes something good? What makes something wrong? What is to say that to steal is wrong? Who's to say that murder is wrong? That could be relative. Well, I don't think that's bad. And going to do it to Without God, you know, what what makes something good? I mean, you know, you look at it in that aspect. Without God, what, what why is that good? Why is that bad? What does it matter? But when you have God in the middle, or in the center rather, then you realize that hey, with God there, we understand what is right, what is wrong. We understand the golden rule. We understand these things, and sadly, these things aren't being taught. But anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Get off on that tangent here. Lois Adams, good morning. Donna Taylor says, morning, everyone. And Mr. Mike Hensley. And um, yeah, Rusty, he said that he'll probably get off with no charges. And that's what they, pretty much what they were saying. All right. Let's look at our verse of discussion this morning. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. What a wonderful, beautiful passage that we can read and look at this morning. You know, we we look at this, uh, uh, you know, sometimes, I don't know about you all, but uh, our our weariness can be cumulative, if you will. Uh, It is, uh, it's tough to be a Christian. It's even harder, I think, sometimes to be a pastor. Uh, because uh, you got to think every time I get up every morning and do this, every time I, I uh, minister, teach, preach, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, uh, or when I do get to speak on Sunday mornings, it is I'm getting in the in the fighting ring uh, with the old devil. And uh, as you all may know, it has been a, uh, a tough year for us. It really has. It is uh, me and Brandy's been on the verge of, well, we had every intention to divorce. I mean, there's just no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's what was going to happen. And then this tragic accident happened. It kind of helped us to reevaluate some things and open our eyes to some, uh, where we're at uh, in our relationship. And through that, the Lord has brought reconciliation. 
But uh, through that, and then, of course, uh, her car was wrecked, and then Madison hit a deer, and then my car uh, also started acting weird, and uh, over $1,600 worth of work had to be done to it. And, oh, and it don't stop there. Then they for yesterday, I, uh, I don't see well at night, and was making a right turn, went into a ditch. Another uh, $700 worth of, of work. I had to replace the radiator, and uh, <laughs> it busted it. It just, uh, you know, it just seems like uh, just one kick in the gut after another, after another, after another. And, uh, you know, I say all that not to complain, not to pour mouth, not to have, oh, poor little him. I don't want to hear, you know, the world's smallest violin playing. The point is, uh, it's the things that just pile up, you know. And I know a lot of you have a lot on your plate. And sometimes things just seem to pile up. And I told Dad yesterday, I said, I'm about that far from a nervous breakdown. I just don't know how much more I can take. It just seems like it's just never ending here lately. And uh, the old devil is just uh, on an all-out affront uh, to, uh, I don't know, just me and all of you. He, you know, he knows his time is coming to a close, and, buddy, he's, he's running scared trying to tear us down as much as he can. And it's wonderful we see voices, I mean voices, verses like this uh, that we can see that uh, no matter the complexities or the emotional turmoil, the uh, uh trials of life that come together that we can come to jesus christ that we can lay those burdens down you know you, when you think of, for me when i think of burdens uh, I, I think of uh, pilgrim's progress it's a it's a story that i have i've always loved and enjoyed reading uh, i remember reading it at a young age and um, the one aspect that always stood out to me even when i was a kid is the the picture of the individual with the the burden on his back so big and so heavy that he is literally hunched over, you know, because of the weight of it all. And then when he gets to the cross, that's when God removes that heavy burden. Oh, and he can stand up straight and tall. You know, I think that's a lot of us that, uh, you know, we, we want to take on those burdens ourselves, things we have to deal with these things ourselves. When God's saying, listen, give it to me. I'll take it. Just come to me. And uh, yesterday, I just come to the realization, you know, that, uh, yes, it's kind of, things are you know, stink right now, uh, what's going on, and uh, uh, in our, uh, in, at least in my day-to-day -day trials and tribulations, and uh, no fun at all, but it's the fact that, you know, the Job came to mind, it was yesterday evening, I was uh, uh, walking through the house, and I was getting ready to go hand out some flyers to promote our uh, Christmas event uh, this Sunday evening, and uh, just Job come to mind, and you think about everything that he lost, he lost, his, his children were killed. I remember there was a storm and uh, the building they were in collapsed and they died. Everything, he lost everything, home, his fortune, his, uh, everything he lost. His, his wife still was there and uh, to torment him, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's a, I, won't get, I won't elaborate on that. I got too many women watching that. They might get me if I start making jokes. But um, uh, he was covered in sores and still he kept the faith. You know, uh, his wife said, why don't you, uh, re you know, curse God and die? You know, his, his uh, friends were not very uh, loving and, and uh, 
and helping uh, in what he was going through, encouraging is the word I'm trying to think of, encouraging what he's going through. In fact, he's trying to wonder what sin he had in his life. And that's easy to do that too. Do you know, is there a certain sin? And there could be. There could be sin in your life that's obstructing your relationship with God. And that's one thing I was praying yesterday. Lord, is there, is there something in my life that I need to address? Is there something you're trying to get my attention on? Is there something that I need to work on? Now, we understand that we live in a sin-filled world. We live in a fallen world. And so there used to be that mis- uh, understanding that because of sin, this is why somebody was crippled or blind. It was the sins of the father or the sins of the mother or something was going on. This is why these, that's not true. You know, that, you know, there's, uh, uh, we just live in a fallen world. Sometimes there's bad things happen. So there's not always a, a reasoning behind it, so to speak. But uh, the fact remains that, uh, you know, there may be something maybe the Lord's trying to get my attention on. So I was praying about that. But one thing that really kept coming to my mind through that prayer was thinking about Job. And no matter how hard the trials came, he still kept the faith. And all I could do at that point is say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for uh, for being there, for helping me. Uh, you know, as bad as it is right here at Christmas time to have to uh, shell out uh, money for something like this, praise God, I still have my wife, my daughter, my son, my mother, my father. Praise God, we have a roof over our heads. You know, there's there are a great number of aspects that, uh, you know, it's easy to look at what you don't have, but sometimes we need to turn around and count the blessings and praise God for what we do have. Praise God, my old truck is just an old truck to haul tr uh, trash in, but praise God I had it that while that car's in the shop, even though it ain't got heat, I, at least I can get around and uh, uh, in it until it does get fixed. So, you know, we can look at those aspects. That's one great thing that God offers us peace. You know, not as the world gives, but as he gives, you know, a peace that surpasses all understanding. It's not like uh, Buddhism where you have the uh, five paths to uh, peace and enlightenment. It's not like the five pillars of Islam. It's far beyond anything that we could ever possibly imagine. It's a peace that surpasses all understanding that comes through Christ Jesus. And it's that peace that gets us through day to day. See, it's those in the world who do not know Jesus Christ, who don't know God, and the only way they can find peace is self-medication. That's why you have uh, alcoholics. That's why you have drug addicts, because of maybe past trauma. Maybe there's something they're dealing with, their guilt, their conscience. They can't deal with it anymore. So the only way they can do that is to numb the mind so that they don't have to reflect and think about whatever it is that's tormenting them. When all they, what they understand is they're under more and more bondage, and all they have to do is give that over to Jesus Christ. He is the one who has the keys to that freedom, a keys to that will bring them a peace and a joy like they've never known. Now, you know, I can sit here and talk all day about God's grace, God's encouragement, God's love, God's peace, and every bit of that is true. But when you come to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, understand you will be under attack. Understand that the devil is going to come after you. I've told you all time and again, and it is true time and again, that I've had people in the church who come to know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, and it's, 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 it, you can, and I feel sorry for them because they'll come to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and all of a sudden they lose their job. Their spouse gets a, a grim diagnosis. I mean, it's just like one thing after another. And I've literally had people look at me and said, Things were going too good until I got saved, and uh, there may be truth in that. But the fact is that the devil don't like it when we draw closer to God. And when we draw closer to God, the more he's going to come uh, after us and attack us, and he will use material things, he will use family, he will use friends, he will use anything he can to try to get at you to turn your back on God. And like Job, we have to keep the faith. We have to stay true. We have to stay strong. And we have to keep the course. Jesus Christ is that anchor in the storm. He is that rock that we can cling to when there's nothing else there, when there's nothing, everything else is hopeless. That's why God wants us to trust him daily. 
You know, don't worry about the things of tomorrow. Today is sufficient thereof. Work on today. Just focus on today. Get through today. Putting Jesus Christ first today. Cling to that rock and that storm. And my friends, I don't know about you all, but I feel like I am in a major hurricane right now. You know, I like watching uh, uh, Jay Leno's uh, Garage. It comes on, actually comes on tonight. I guess it comes on tonight. Uh, it's Wednesday. I guess there's a new episode. I always watch it few days afterwards because i got it recorded but i always like watching jay, Leno, jay leno's garage has cool cars the point is i'm getting at is uh, the last week's episode uh, this guy had invented this um, uh, it looks like a round ball that's what it looks like but it's to help people who are in uh, living in areas that have high risk of typhoons and uh, and uh, and what it does, it is uh, it always keeps it always stays level. It always you know it won't turn or I mean it may it be tossed to and fro whatever, but it has seating. It has uh, life has oxygen in there. It has uh, uh, food supplies to last up and it can fit, sit up to two people. And there's bigger ones to sit up to seven or eight people. And like Jay Leno says, you better really like those people if you're gonna be stuck in this little round ball uh, thing for a few days, you know. But it is, uh, but it, it floats and uh, it, it's not indestructible. You know, you get in that and you're, you don't have to worry about it. Well, uh, to me, when I, you know, seeing something like that uh, only is a, is a small example that when the storm comes, we have Jesus Christ. He is our escape pod, if you will. He is the one that we run to. He is the one that is our protection. He's the one that keeps us afloat. He is the one that keeps us stable in the midst of the chaos and in the midst of the storm. And that's when we look at this wonderful and beautiful passage here that I'm going to read again. Come to me, all you who all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. My friends, run to God today. You know, when you're going through that, um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Debbie said, forget that God is in charge. Yeah, don't ever forget that. God is in charge. And um, run to him today. You know, I got a picture hanging up right here. Uh, uh, Jamie uh, Arnold got me. And it's one of my favorite uh, drawings, pictures, paintings, whatever you call it, where it looks like Jesus is, uh, standing on the water and he's reaching down uh, to pull you up and uh, i love that uh, i've started looking at it right now i always got it to where i can see it and uh sometimes the way it feels sometimes i feel like we're drowning you know we may take our eyes off christ for a minute and all of a sudden we're sinking and drowning and panicking and jesus is standing on the water reaching down ready to pull you back up you know uh it's a wonderful thing that we serve such a wonderful master you know that we are sold out to jesus that we are slaves for christ and that he offers us a freedom that the world can never understand. So, my friends, understand that peace today. Understand that joy today. Understand that love today. Sometimes circumstances, situations may seem dire, but we know who is in charge. And we know that God is there, and he will help us to persevere. He'll help us to endure. On my own, I would probably have lost it a long time ago. Well, depending on who you talk to, they probably said I have lost it a long time ago. But uh, but it's only God. That's the reason why I'm standing here today. As you all know, I at one time uh, attempted suicide because of uh, situations going on many years ago. And I ain't going to lie to you. The old devil still whispers that in my ear from time to time. Hey, just end it all. You know, you're, uh, it's, it's one way to ease your pain. I mean, it's almost audible sometimes. Like, no, get out of my head. You know, I don't want to hear that. You know, God has saved me. God has pulled me out of uh, that pit of despair, if you will. And uh, I don't want those thoughts in my head. But see, that's the old day. He likes to, to whisper things in there. 
But uh, God had a plan for my life, and I praise God that he uh, got through to me in a time when I needed it the most. So, uh, my friends, uh, whatever you're going through today, just spend, get on your knees, spend that time of prayer. Remember, we are in a battle, and a battle isn't easy. It is war, and there are casualties, and there is death, and there is destruction. And it's, you know, your state was uh, Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, and if you know anything about that history, how horrible and tragic that attack was on Pearl Harbor. And, uh, you know, our spiritual battle is horrific, and it's not easy. But one day, my friends, this battle will end, and we'll get to spend an eternity in heaven, and there will be peace that surpasses all understanding, and it'll be a joy like we've never known, and uh, get to live for all of eternity. And uh, just keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on Jesus, and he'll get you through this day. Let us pray. Now, Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us and strengthen us and encourage us each and every day. Lord, I know that each and every person watching here today, including myself, is sometimes going through some tough situations. And Lord, I pray for encouragement for them, peace for them. And Lord, I pray that you will help us all to stay the course, to stay true, to follow the North Star, if we will, to follow you, Jesus. Help us to keep our eyes on you and to never waver. Lord, for someone listening or watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I do pray for each and every one of my brothers and sisters in Christ watching this morning that they'll have a wonderful and blessed day today. Lord, please put a holy edge of protection about our, our children as they're going to work and school today and to be with their spouses as they're going to work and uh, out and about. Lord, everybody, everybody have a good and wonderful, blessed uh, Christmas uh, season. And Lord, I do pray for the family of Marlene Kellner as we have her memorial service this evening. Uh, Lord, give them peace and strength. And Lord, I do pray for uh, Ginger Hood and Troy and uh, pray for Kim Penix and Larry and Donna Knight and uh, Ron Thompson and Lord, so many others. And Lord, let us pray that you be with us all and let us glorify you this day and serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day, a fantabulous day today. And uh, just remember, you know, it. Uh, you got to keep our eyes on the Lord and uh, just focus on today. Like I've told that illustration before, sometimes we're climbing a high mountain with a heavy pack. It may seem like the impossible. We'll just focus on one tree. Once you get to that tree, focus on the next tree. Next thing you know, you've made it to the top. So we need to take our lives day by day. Just focus on that day. When you get through that day, focus on the next next thing you know you made to the top of the mountain well everybody i hope everybody remembers to live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching and god bless